The Melbourne AA Steps Weekend, 2009. Here's Paul, sharing on Step 8. G'day all, my name's Paul and I'm an alcoholic and uh, I haven't had a drink today and that's thanks to my association with Alcoholics Anonymous and a power greater than myself that I choose to call God. And um, I'll say my, um, uh, what do you call it, apologies now but I'll be taken off um, as soon as I finish speaking. Um, I still play football um, and and it's our third game this year and I haven't played because uh, I've had other commitments and, um, and I want to get a kick. Uh, so I'm still a selfish. Sort of, um, some people would say, and when I first come in, people said you'd have to get away from the, get away from the football clubs and all that. It's like the pubs, the clubs and the dives. And, um, I come in at 28 and it's 23 years later and I'm still playing. Um, and why do I play it? And the guys here today who um, actually said to me, um, he said, I want you to come around to Melton on a Thursday night. And I said, Lord, I can't. And I said, I've got football training. No, you're still playing that game. What are you doing still playing that game? <laughs> and I thought, he's another one of these buggers, you know. Um, wants me to give up something. Oh, yeah. um, but he could immediately see that, um, that it caused a bit of consternation. I didn't talk too much about playing football early on because people would tell me, keep out of a pub's clubs and his eyes and give me a bit of a, a rang me about it, you know. Um, and then he asked me a question, why do you play? And I said, I play because I love it. And simply put, he said, he, um, he gave me something that I've held all through my recovery, and that is uh, love who you're with, be with who you... Be with who you love, love who you're with. Do what you love, love what you do. Uh, and simply put, for me, I can, I can put that into in principles about how I can go about living my life today. And I use little terminologies as meditations. And, uh, another one of them is nothing changes if nothing changes. Um, there's another one. There's, uh, do you know the story about the idiot, the fool and the wise man? An idiot is a person who, um, who forgives and forgets. Uh, a fool is a person who doesn't forgive and doesn't forget and a wise man is a person who forgives but does not forget and it leads me into um, into this step eight this person who uh, you know, who I shared my fifth step with um, as I went through it um, said to me can you see the pattern here and I said well, no no what's the pattern and um, and it, was stare, it stares me, it stares all of us straight in the face. And that, um, I want to control everything. You know, Greg spoke about it. Uh, and that's my greatest fear, is that I am not in control. And, and I'm forever trying to um, um, determine outcomes, you know, control the outcome. You know, if I do this, or say this, you know. And so... Um, who's running the show, you know, and um, it says at the start of um, in how it works, you know, first of all, we had to quit playing God. And um, that's what I was doing, I was playing God. And, and I play God still today. I still need to be, you know, track back. You know, Robbie spoke about it, you know, going about doing inventories. And, and looking back at my day or looking back at circumstances and situations as they appear in front of me. Uh, and as I said, I use a lot of... Um, 
different little meditations. I call them meditations for me. You, you call them whatever you like, um, sayings, you know. Um, sponsor again, he's here today. Um, I, I never knew much about this God stuff, you know. Um, and he said, well, how do I know when I'm doing God's will? I don't, but I certainly know when I'm not. And um, it, it helped me a lot, that stuff. I, I use it today. Another one was, um, and it's one, I, it's a mix of stuff from the book and from stuff I heard, and that was, you know, um, God is forever putting people, places and situations in front of me for me to avail with the proper use of my will. Um, and certainly that um, leads me you know, a lot into um, step eight in that um, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. I, as I said, I, want to, I always want to control outcomes. I still do, you know, it's just, a, it's just me. Um, and if I'm willing, and, um, just bugger it up. Lost me train of thought, sorry. Um, I, the willingness, if you like, in seeking is for me to do it in God's time, not my time. And because as I said, I try to control outcomes. So, where, as it said, you know, I made a list. Oh, that's where I bug it up. In the book it says um, we had our list. Um, I did it when I did my fourth and when I did my um, fourth step. And, uh, and there was actually a, few, a couple of people I had to actually add on to that. Um, one was a person I've never met. Um, and so I had the list, but as I, and I've seen, as Greg spoke about, and um, as Robbie spoke about, um, my defects, where I've been selfish, where I've been dishonest, where I've been self-seeking, frightened, um, and dishonest. And I could see that played out through the... Um, through the situations that I put down on the piece of paper and as I spoke and as I talked it through, um, the damage that I'd done to others and that what I was now being trying to be, if you like, seeking to be less dishonest, less selfish, less inconsiderate to others. That further, moving along the way, it would be to try to repair the damage of the past that it would have to be, well, that happened, I'll let it go, and now it'll just be different. But it wasn't that. I would need to actually repair the damage to see, and as I said, I try to control the outcomes, I'm, but I would have to just let it just all out. And, uh, and that was scary for me. That was really scary for me because I wanted to know the outcome. And um, so I had this um, this list, and um, I was still worried about this God stuff. Sponsor helped me out there again. He said, um, "So I still, uh, in removing all this stuff, I don't know about that." He says, um, and then he simply put to me, when, "When was the last time you thought of having a drink?" And um, and it was about two. I couldn't remember. And my days used to be consumed by would I drink or would I not drink. And uh, here it was, this obsession had been removed. Um, 
blew me away. And so, and how did that come about? And that was entrusting, entrusting this power. Something great. I, I look at God as um, God is greater than all. Something had to create the Big Bang, you know. Um, and so, by trusting this, so that, that I could move out. As I said, I had this list. Um, now I'm getting back on track. Sorry. Now I found myself with this list, and we went through the um, the now, later, never. Um, and as I said, I made, I added some people to the list who weren't on my resentment list or where, where fear had come into play or people who I'd harmed in my conduct. Um, and so I had a couple of people who I'd, yeah. So the nows were um, my friends. Um, I was a person who... Uh, my fear would ever have me become angry or be subservient to people and... I was a village idiot, the town drunk. I seemed to always be subservient to people. I seemed to be somebody who seemed to be manipulated and resented that. Um, and so by going off to uh, friends and all that and just explaining and sitting down with them and, and saying, um, it was early on you know, about how I'd come into Alcoholics Anonymous and I'm trying to repair the damage from, of the past. And... Um, and they would sit there and they sat there and they listened. And they said, but, and mainly I'd come out with um, how I'd stolen their good times, how, how I felt deeply ashamed about how um, I made at different times their, their lives and misery just through my conduct and how I'd been. And they just said how grateful they were that you know, now I was sober and I was moving along a new track. Um, and they were so, they knew the nice bloke sober could stay that nice bloke sober. No, he didn't have to be that mongrel when he was pissed. So, so the easy ones were were easy, and I, I sort of knew the outcomes. <laughs> so the nows, but but I had to start somewhere, and that was by the willingness, by by just, you know, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So I could have left it and said, oh well, I'll just start as fresh, you know, but to see the actual results from that, and not, I sort of could under, get an idea of what the results were. But just by putting it into practice and seeing that result and, and having a couple of people just give me a big hug and say, and say that stuff that they said to me showed me that I was on a path and that I wasn't, you know, although there was a degree of controlling of the outcomes there, I, I didn't have full control. So it was slowly then it come down to um, family. And uh, there was some incidents and I'm in a dysfunctional family, you know. Um, you're as sick as your secrets. And there, there were secrets within our family that, that weren't very nice. That, you know, I wouldn't like to see the light of day. And that I created a lot of resentment and a lot of hurt and a lot of shame. And so my, my sponsor again, I've got to bring in step nine. I, I can't do, I, I just can't do step eight without step nine down there. Because there was a word in step nine, it is... Um, may direct amends to such people um, wherever, wherever, where. Paul's controlling of the outcomes is whenever. Wherever was like he put to me as um, being God's time. And, um, and, and I took that on board and I thought, I don't have to go out and do it when I want to. And 
in God's time, God put, him, put people in my path and forever has. And that's why I sit with this, that little saying that I have of um, God is forever putting people, places and situations in front of me for me to evolve the proper use of my will. Uh, with my mum, we were just sitting down having a cup of tea one day and it just all come out. With my sister, you know, I remember my sponsor said to me uh, with one situation with his, he'd come after a long time, he said, do you forgive me? And because of, of what he'd been, he said that how he'd been over all those years about being respectful and respectable and loving and kind and caring and concerned and, and giving, um, and this, this is how I'd, I wanted to be, and it just was it being less selfish and dishonest and being um, upfront with stuff and just caring without any thought of favour or fear. Um, and that had come to this time where I was able to say to somebody, you know, do you forgive me? And then going through a situation, going through the situation, saying how I thought I'd hurt, hurt this person and, and wanting to put the, um, the change into place so that we could have a better relationship today. And it come about, you know. I, and it says in the book, you know, don't worry about the outcome. You know, I want to control the outcome. And that's what I mean about the willingness, continually asking to be uh, willing and, and, and uh, for the change to take place. And certainly what happened was that, you know, um, it's a better relationship today with my mum. My brother, my brother was a weird one. Something terrible happened in his life and he came to me. My older brother who intimidated me and tried to, um, always thought he stood over me, um, he actually came to me. God put that situation in my life. And it's actually turned out um, that the amends come down to where his was like making amends to me for, um, for past acts. Uh, it was just amazing stuff, or blown out stuff. Um, I had, I've, I'm guilty of 13 steps in AA. And um, when I first found out about the 13 step, they talked about up the Young People's Convention up in Sydney um, many years ago. And I thought, geez, they even get these wrong, you know? They don't even realise that there's 13 steps. And um, I'd only been around about six months, so I wasn't really listening to a lot of people. Um, and went up and found out about it, and then um, found out, Jesus Christ, you're in one. Um, and, and definitely, um, um, it was just my lust and, you know, and greed and selfishness, and that was, um, you know, was having this play out. And... Um, and so come back and, and you know and had a talk to his uh, to his lady and and said look it's not right and uh, this is not on good granting it's not good for either of us and uh, and we just got to stop and, uh, and I think she she left you know one of those real sad things and um, I'm very, very careful of um, relationships in AA and I've had you know a couple since and um, and one didn't end. One ended and, um, and I went back into the old habits, into the old way of being. Um, you know, suspicious and you know, just feeling dirty and unkempt inside, and if you like. And I knew that I knew I had to put that down on paper and share that out with somebody and then need to come to be, you know, I wanted to be more free of this dishonesty, of this fear, um, of this controlling. Um, and then just... I said, look, to this lady, um, I've got to stop resenting, you know, I, I'm resenting you at the moment, um, I don't want to feel this way, um, it's, it's dishonest, for me. I'm being dishonest to myself and um, I'm not being true to myself and I just need to be free of that without any regard for the outcome. And, um, 
and I walked away from that thinking, you know, um, I've just made an idiot of myself. <laughs> um, but I hadn't. Um, we're actually quite good. For, we're not close. Um, but certainly we're, we're very cordial and very civil and very trusting and respectful of each other today. And I can only hope for that. And, and I, I didn't, I wouldn't have wanted that. I didn't think that that would, uh, I shouldn't say that. As I said, I need to trust the outcomes up to God. It's just me doing my bidding. Um, and that's me being willing, is trusting the outcomes up to God. Um, all I need to do is just put my best foot forward and try to put this into place as best I can. And I won't be as envious as what I used to be. I won't be as lustful as what I used to be. I won't be as proud as what I used to be. But I'm still, my second name is Sloth. I'm a lazy bugger. Um, you know, um, an old guy, a good friend of mine, she reckons, you know, you know um, you're not a pig, Paul, you're a grot. Um, but I'm getting better, you know. Um, I don't know whether that's helped anybody. Um, certainly it helps me. I'd like to thank the uh, committee for um, asking me to share. Um, I just leave on those two little things about, about God. How do I know when I'm doing God's will? I don't, but I certainly know when I'm not. And God is forever putting people, places and situations in front of you for you to avail with the proper use of your will. Um, and trust in that. And um, leave the outcomes up to God. Thanks. and other shares like it are available from our website stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au Thanks for letting us share.